0: I'm Carmen. I'm a certified life coach, a special ed teacher, and an ADHDer. I created this podcast to create awareness around the newest research about ADHD to help us live the lives that we want to live. So let's get started. And Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having an awesome week. It is Saturday. It is October and it's almost my birthday. It is a beautiful morning. Um, yesterday it was like 70 degrees and today it's supposed to be even warmer. I am just so happy that because I actually struggle with situational or seasonal depression. So when it starts getting dark and cold, my brain it likes to get sad. Um, I use my vitamin D light a lot, um, and things like that. So I just, you know, wanted to say how beautiful today is, and I hope that wherever you are, it's beautiful as well. So Today's topic is boundaries, and I am so, 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 so excited to share this knowledge that I've learned in the past, I'd say, two months. I listened to, then bought the paper copy of Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Tawab, and it's amazing. It's life-changing work that is... Just so healthy for yourself and your relationships. I'm pretty much obsessed. I bought the paperback workbook and I bought the hardcover book because I wanted to be able to write in it and all of those fun things. And I've actually started setting pretty healthy boundaries. And it's scary. It's, I'm not going to lie to you, it's not easy. But that's why I'm, I'm writing this episode. That's why I want to share these things is to make it a little easier for us, especially us people with ADHD, because of our intense fear of rejection and our hard time saying no, I want to talk to you about what are boundaries, why are they important, what do unhealthy boundaries look like, and how do we set healthy boundaries, especially when we have ADHD and we have to have these uncomfortable conversations. The reason why boundaries are so important, especially for people with ADHD, is because a lot of us, not all of us, um, were most likely parented by somebody who had ADHD. Considering how um, heritable it is, it's as heritable as height, so um, most likely one or both of your parents have undiagnosed or diagnosed ADHD. So because a lot of us were parented by emotionally immature parents, for me, I didn't even know what boundaries were, let alone knowing that I had control over them. Not having healthy boundaries ruins relationships It can cause burnout, anxiety, and all these other bad things. Not to mention, creating boundaries with yourself, it's scientifically proven that you live happier. It's also scientifically proven that having healthy boundaries leads to bettering your self-esteem, having longer and healthier relationships with others as well as yourself, and increased self-respect productivity, less burnout, and less stress. Who doesn't want that? So are you ready to dive in with me? Let's get started. So, what What are boundaries? <laughs> boundaries can be defined a little differently for each individual person. But here's a very simple definition taken from... Nedra herself in a podcast that I have just listened to recently, boundaries are rules and expectations and needs that keep us safe and comfortable within ourselves and our relationships. I'm going to repeat that because I feel like it's really important and I love the way that Nedra said this on my coach's podcast. Boundaries are rules, expectations, and needs that keep us safe and comfortable within ourselves and our relationships. So listen to how that is. Boundaries are made to keep you comfortable. Setting boundaries might be uncomfortable, but it will lead to a more comfortable life. With ADHD, especially if you go for a lot of your life being undiagnosed, we just don't feel empowered enough yet to set these boundaries because we've been taught through, like though unintentionally taught, that our boundaries aren't important and that they didn't really matter. Here's an example. Say you were forced as a child to finish your plate even after you expressed that you were full. This communicates to you or the child that is being forced to finish the plate, that their boundaries don't matter here, and that they may even be punished for having the boundary, or that their boundary doesn't matter and that somebody else knows their boundary or what's best for them better than they do. Another example is, say you were uh, forced to hug a family member or other people, your parents' friends, that you were just not comfortable hugging, When your parents are present because of their relationship with that person, that's a boundary cross. They crossed a boundary for you. It was your boundary, but you just didn't know you had it and you didn't know how to express it. So why are boundaries so hard for humans, especially those of us with ADHD? I know you're not going to like this answer, but the reason most adults have a difficult time setting boundaries is because it's uncomfortable. Friends, we have to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable because guess what? Life gets better that way. Life improves when we do uncomfortable things. Saying no and being assertive, in creating healthy boundaries with yourself is also super difficult we don't have a lot of self-awareness it's hard work we fear rejection and we fear that the other person isn't gonna like our boundary but guess what it's okay if they don't like your boundary and I'll get a little bit more into that later but it's okay if they don't like your boundary it's your boundary So boundaries set us apart from the norm of being able to fit in the box of society's expectations. People with ADHD have a hard time specifically because of our lack of self-awareness, our tendency to people-please, and our lower skills in decision-making and communicating assertively. We don't like to say no. (laughs) And we don't even know what we need because our lives were managed by others for so long because what we actually want was so clouded by what others thought, said and did that they thought was best for us, we still have trouble being aware of what we actually want, need, what makes us feel safe in relationships with ourselves and others. So setting boundaries is difficult for all humans. I feel a little more difficult for people with ADHD Which is why this is such an important topic. We really don't like the feelings in our bodies when we set these boundaries. So a lot of times we just don't. But I'm here to tell you that if you don't set your own boundaries other people will. This leads to unhealthy or a lack of healthy boundaries. Boundaries are the key to healthy relationships. So people with unhealthy boundaries usually experience one or more of the following. Burnout, resentment, frustration, anger, superhero syndrome, meaning you think you have to do everything for everybody, anxiety, depression, codependency, enmeshment, and more. A lot of the times, we end up burnt out, depressed, etc. because we don't like feeling uncomfortable. This is very, very deep work, my friends, but I promise you, it's worth it. I wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't. The benefits of setting boundaries is having less guilt, improving your healthy relationships and getting rid of the ones that aren't and you also get to learn how to respect other people's boundaries and it gives you a sense of freedom and control over your own life sometimes we don't set boundaries because we don't like to say no we're people pleasers we're the yes men so i want to tell you that saying no Is not the only or even always the right way to set a boundary. That's something people with ADHD, especially in our black and white thinking, believe about boundaries, but it's not the truth. Saying no is not the only way to set boundaries. Also, saying no isn't just hard for people with ADHD. Saying no is hard for all people because we want to be liked. We don't want to upset people. Again, with the uncomfortable, we don't like to feel uncomfortable. We don't, um, we fear what the other person might do or think or say. But guess what? None of that can hurt you. Especially if you are assertive in identifying and setting your own boundaries. When ADHD adds to the mix, (laughs) negative thought distortions make it even more difficult to set these limits. We tend to catastrophize, believing the worst case scenario. We tend to personalize things that have nothing to do with us. I struggle with this one a lot. Um, We also tend to have black and white thinking patterns, along with overgeneralizing and jumping impulsively to conclusions. So this creates the opportunity for unhealthy alternatives. Instead of stating a boundary, we may gossip, complain, or talk negatively about a person or a situation to somebody else. We do things like moving away, avoiding, and like straight up just ghosting people. Ask me how I know. I've been through it. So when I wanted to change the behavior, I got this book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace. A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself by Nedra Glover-Tawwab. I will link all of the information for the book and the workbook in the show notes if you're interested in going further with boundaries. So this book helped teach me how to communicate, or well, first how to identify, communicate my boundaries assertively and effectively. And it also gave me strategies for the responses that I might receive. See, there's this negative or incorrect thought that if you are setting a boundary, that the response has to be positive. People are not going to like your boundaries. When you tell somebody that you can't help them, it's not gonna be something that they like to hear if you ask for help for somebody and they say no it doesn't feel great does it no but when you have the strategies to respond to somebody's negative response to your boundary it makes it a lot easier I'm gonna give you a hint right now after you identify your boundary guess what? You don't have to explain yourself and you shouldn't explain yourself because it opens it up for negotiation and your boundaries are non-negotiable or they should be non-negotiable pretty much. So let's talk about how we can set healthy boundaries. So before I go into kind of how to start identifying and setting boundaries. Again, I, don't, I want to explain why it's important, especially for those of us with ADHD, to set these boundaries. First of all, we have a low or lack of self-awareness. We don't realize our boundaries are even being crossed because we have a hard time identifying them. There's six Types or areas where healthy boundaries are super important. And those are physical space, your mental energy, your sexual boundaries, your intellectual boundaries, your time, and the materials boundaries so your things those are the six areas or um, the six types of boundaries that are super important to be set because personal space is physical touch and physical boundaries your physical space around your body that's important Sexual boundaries are super important because it's really never okay to touch <clears throat> to touch anyone in any type of sexual way without their consent. And then intellectual boundaries refer to your thoughts and ideas. So the fact that you are free to have your own opinions about whatever you want and that you're free to express those opinions without being dismissed or ridiculed or being told that you're wrong. Our emotional boundaries are when we share our feelings. Now I know in this instance it's reasonable when you're sharing something emotional that somebody understands, but that's not always the case. And expressing emotions for us is sometimes usually not easy because we either overshare or we don't share it all. So we have to find kind of a middle ground there and not make it so that the next time we want to express our emotions, we feel super uncomfortable. When it's a healthy boundary with emotions, you feel safe expressing those emotions. Then the material part of the, or material area, I should say, is your possessions. Your stuff is your stuff. You decide who you share your stuff with, how you share your stuff with, and um, like the rules and expectations around people using your stuff. And then the last one is time. Time boundaries. This has a lot to do with your boundaries within yourself. So the management of your time and how you allow others to use or take up your time. So those are the types and we are going to go into how to start identifying when your boundaries have been crossed, how to identify what boundaries you might want to make and how to do that in an assertive way that doesn't come across as aggressive so the first thing that I want to touch on is knowing when a boundary has been violated you'll know and that's kind of all there is to it you will know by the feelings in your body it will be a whisper maybe a scream but it will be an uncomfortable feeling It will be, um, like when you're saying yes, but your brain's screaming no, that's a sign. Like a red flag. Um, in boundaries we talk a lot about red and green flags. So, (laughs) this is the thing that I just really want to make clear. Setting boundaries is not only hard for people with ADHD, it's hard for everybody. It just can be harder for people with ADHD to identify, recognize, set boundaries because of the things that we struggle with. So now that I've <laughs> clarified that, I felt that the first step in identifying my own boundaries was going through those six types of boundaries and and just kind of writing down a boundary that I'd want to set like with myself because it all starts inside remember it all starts with us and our thoughts about ourselves so I invite you to journal about how you feel about boundaries like what do you think about them now that you've kind of learned what they are and the types what do you think about them how about each type could you possibly think of a boundary that you would set within yourself for each type For example, for me with time, I made sure to set a boundary with my time that I would make time for myself to care for myself, self-care, you know, we've been talking a lot about it in culture recently, but it's not highlighted enough. Not in my opinion, because real self-care is, it takes quite a bit of time and I used to allow others to use up more of my time than I was comfortable with. I have since stopped doing that, and I take my time for myself. One of the points that Nedra Twob makes in her book is that sometimes adults with children feel that adults without children have more quote-unquote time So that they should be able to help people with children. This is incorrect. That's a boundary violation. People with kids and people without kids are both allowed to be just as busy or just as unavailable. Um, Just because you don't have kids does not mean that you have more quote-unquote time to give to others. For example, personally, I don't have children Because I don't have the capacity for a child of my own to care for. I teach children because I love them. And I believe that children should have a safe place in this world and start out um, in preschool thinking and knowing that school is a positive place to be. But I don't desire to have my own children. But this does not mean that I have more time to do things for other people so that was a boundary i had to set for myself the time the extra time that i may have because i don't have children is for me even if it's watching netflix it's for me just like your boundaries are for you so i'd really invite you to sit down with a notebook at, like, you know maybe not right now if you're driving please don't do this But later on, maybe come back to the episode and get out a notebook and just kind of start um, just brainstorming and thinking about what you think about boundaries and what boundaries mean to you. And then go through and see what kind of boundaries could I set within myself that could help me live a more fulfilling life. So, I want to also touch on the fact that when you do feel um, a boundary being violated, acknowledge it and write it down so that you can remember later that you need to sort out a boundary issue. Um, That was one of the other ways that I started setting boundaries of my own. So, those are a few steps to start setting boundaries. And we're going to go on to how to do it assertively and not aggressively. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about how to respond if someone comes back at you with a response that's not ideal and, and sounds like a not acceptance of your boundary. The first and probably most important step to setting a boundary is to be clear and assertive and concise. Boundaries are not about the problem. They are about the solution. And boundaries are something that should be clear. So if it's blurry or if it's not easily understood, it will most likely be violated. So here is kind of an example. So here's the problem. I don't like it. Why do people always ask me when I'm going to get married or when I'm going to have kids? It's so ridiculous. It's none of their business, etc., cetera, et cetera, Versus stating a boundary. Please stop asking me about my marriage status. It makes me uncomfortable. Or I need you to stop asking me when I'm going to have kids. Period. End of story, friends. If you start to explain your boundaries so much, then that gives it the person you're telling the boundary to, it gives them an idea that your boundary is negotiable and it shouldn't be. Your boundary should be clear, concise, and assertively set, meaning it's a boundary that shouldn't be crossed or negotiated with. So I just really want to highlight that being very clear and assertive and making it short and sweet. Don't give somebody an entire page reason of why you have this boundary. It's your boundary and it's your business. So I need you to stop asking me when I'm going to have kids is something that I've been saying a lot because I don't like it when people ask me that. I'm not having children, at least not right now, and I don't plan to. Um, If I change my mind in the future, that's still not their business. So I do know that setting boundaries can be very difficult. So really, really just start by being clear and focusing on the solution, not the problem. And uh, I also want to preface, this is not me telling you that there is absolutely right or absolutely wrong words this is not black and white um there's not absolutely right words to set boundaries which is why i'm not giving you like scripts for boundaries um you kind of have to write those and exercises um can be found in the workbook that nedra created and Both the book and the workbook are super reasonably priced, so head to my show notes and you can get them um, because it really helps with practicing writing out and setting clear, concise boundaries that can be stated assertively. So, what to do when people respond um, in not the way that you would like them to. So, you state your boundary and they violate it. You need to repeat your boundary. I've asked you to stop asking me when I'm going to have kids. I've asked you this once before. Please stop. Now, if they continue to violate your boundary, repeat yourself. Do not explain yourself or else this person who's already not accepting your boundary Is going to think that it's negotiable and like I said boundaries should not be negotiable because they are clear and concise so uh, for example a friend asks you to babysit for a weekend and you just really don't want to take on that task you are tired from the week whatever it is you're not going to tell them the reasons why you will state I am unable to help you with that at this time. If you would like to add something like, but I can help you find somebody or, but I can help you a different time. If that's something that you want to say, because it's a person maybe that you've helped before, but you just don't want to help right now. That's a great way to communicate a boundary in a super nice way also while giving them a different solution to their problem. Now, the other thing that I want to state is sometimes boundaries are just in general with people. Sometimes you're going to have to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, this is the last time that I'm going to tell you that I need you to stop asking me when I'm going to have kids. So the next time that you ask me about having children, I'm going to walk away. Literally give them what the action that you're going to do, what you're going to do, how you're going to follow through on your boundary by doing this, by saying that, and then following through on it so that they believe you, so they know what you're saying is true. This way, your boundaries are less likely to be violated and you're more likely to set healthy boundaries that improve relationships and set you up for success in your life and your relationships with yourself, with others, at work, in social situations, and everything like that. I really hope that this episode has given you some clarity on boundaries and how we can set them within our lives living with ADHD. If you would like even more resources, please go to my show notes and click on the Focused link because for November, we're using this book to learn about emotions. My coach, Kristen Carter, is fabulous. And if you use that link, not only do you get 50 bucks off, but I get a credit to my account too. So we can all learn together and save money and it's fabulous. All right, my friends. Uh, Stay authentic and I will talk to you soon.